back. Welcome, everybody. Fancy Football Yoda podcast. It's Christmas morning where Dom and I are at. Merry Christmas, Dom. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, E. No snow, but still Christmas. Yeah, I just went outside. There's some flurries. It's 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 cold outside. I know that. It's very cold. Um, but I'm ready for football, man. I'm so, I'm excited. It's not every year you get Christmas Day football. Sometimes Christmas is on like a Wednesday, Tuesday, right. Monday. Um, so let's let's get right into it. Minnesota at New Orleans. Dom, take it away. Minnesota. <clears throat> They're struggling. They're, they're on a, a two-game lose streak, losing streak. However, so so is New Orleans, uh, losing up at Philly and then losing at home to Kansas City. But I think that right there should be the the focal point of this matchup. Like I understand that Michael Thomas um, is out, but you got two teams. On a two-game losing streak, which one do you really think is going to the third loss? And I think it's Minnesota. You know, I feel pretty good about that, too. Especially short week, New Orleans staying at home. Um, I like this to be fairly fairly easy for New Orleans also. Um, I think it'll be a game that'll be good for, good for Christmas. You know, certainly not by any, mean, by any means, you know, the most exciting game of the week or the the least exciting game of the week, a snooze or anything. Right there in the middle, I got New Orleans winning 30-16. to 16. I'm expecting to see a heavy dose of Kamara. I'm expecting to see that Saints defense, you know, really, really try and... This is the other thing. Who beat the Saints in the playoffs last year? Minnesota, you know, so... The Vikings. Yep. So yes. I think they got revenge on their minds, and, and I, I I like the Saints to to um come away with the win. That's a fourteen point win, so that's that's fairly smooth too. I'm right there with you. I like it. I think it's a pretty predictable game, honestly. I would uh say as a very high percentage that New Orleans comes away with this win tonight. Um, Minnesota, Kirky Cousins, Kirky, Kirky's not the answer. He's not. They need to move on from him. He's a backup in the NFL, um, in today's NFL, because the quality of uh, quarterback coming through is just unbelievable. Every team's got a flamethrower almost, and um, Kirky's just not it, man. He's not it. New Orleans is going to score enough points um, on that Minnesota defense that has been struggling all year. With or without Michael Thomas, that Saints offense puts up 30 a week or close to it. No no problems with them. Game score. Christmas Day, a little bit of excitement. New Orleans might run the score up just a little bit. I got, I got New Orleans getting to 31. I got Kirky. Kirky. And garbage time getting to 21. So 31-21. I like that score a lot. Um, uh, I guess we'll, say, we'll save all of our things for Sunday. The snoozers, the drubbings, the upsets, exciting games of the week. Because, I, Dom, I don't think your most exciting game of the week is on Saturday. That's Is that right? Yeah, so... 
let's blow through these Saturday games. Um, they're kind of interesting in in certain ways, but I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's get let's just go right down chronological order. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Mr. Miller, what do you got? Yeah, it should be another fairly smooth one. Uh, we we do we do know that Tampa Bay hasn't made us look good some you know some weeks we were expecting them to just sail through and they ended up struggling with a team um like the chargers comes to mind the bears some of those games but um i like them i like them to go and go in detroit and win detroit since they uh fired patricia they won their first game against chicago and since then it's just kind of like yeah there's no there's there's not a lot left in the tank, you know what I mean? Like, I just Tampa Bay is it's been it's been frustrating that you can't like just know that okay they're gonna put up thirty five points and their defense isn't gonna give up more than seventeen, but that's kind of what it's looking like this week. Um, this was another game that yeah. was played last year. Tampa Bay won thirty eight to seventeen. Uh, I don't I don't know how much that plays into it this year. Honestly, I mean it's the same. Tampa Bay staff, obviously a different quarterback, and um, for the most part, the same Detroit staff. So I got I got a similar score. I'm going 34-18 Tampa Bay, just because Stafford. I mean, he's just he's so gritty, man. He's got so much heart, and you know, to not practice all last week, he he knew he was gonna play. Same thing's gonna happen this week, and I expect him to be able to throw it around on the Bucks because everybody does, but. 34 to 18 because the Lions defense still isn't cohesive enough and Tampa Bay gets out of there without a you know a bad loss on their resume when it's crunch time right now they're really fighting for their playoff life they are I think Tampa Bay really has it um squared away honestly because I think Arizona and the Rams are you know they're gonna battle it out I, I don't think Tampa Bay's locked it in yet but they basically locked it in um but with all that said they it's not locked in yet so they're gonna they're gonna come out and play good football um the biggest question with Tampa Bay is that defense I mean gosh that back end is so awful man I mean the corner's I was optimistic about Sean Murphy bunting and Davis and I don't know. There's another guy I was, I was intrigued about ready to look at this year. Like I, th- I thought there was some potential. I thought they could actually play well. Um, I think, I don't think they've had a good game this year. The secondary, uh, the, the rookie, he seems like he's pretty good in run defense, the Winfield. Um, but man, that Tampa Bay secondary is really bad. And then I don't – Todd Bowles' play calling has been iffy too because there's other there's other defenses in the NFL that have bad defenses. And, um, you know, the play caller masks their inefficiencies or what they're good at and – or I guess I should say deficiencies. Um, with all that said, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Dom. Quick take for me on this one. T- Detroit – I mean, we talk about this every week – I think they are probably the worst defense in the NFL. I think I think they're the, the number one worst. Um, worse than Houston, worse than Jacksonville. I think they're number one, man. 
and Tampa Bay without Ronald Jones not going to matter. Um, I got a quick score take. I got 30s. I got 30s for Tampa Bay, man. I mean, getting the 30 on Detroit is like getting the 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I got 33 for Tampa Bay. Stafford will get to 24. 33-24. Tampa Bay over Detroit Lions. I'll take the next game, Dom. San Francisco at Arizona. Big Kit Kat. Big Bully Kit Kat is back. He's activated off the IR. Um, I don't think it matters. <laughs> uh, Bethard or whoever's going to start, man. I think it's Bethard. CJ Bethard. I watched him on that... Um, Gosh, was it against the Packers or I, I forget. He came in of relief of Garoppolo like in the middle of the season. I mean, he's 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 a live arm. He's got a live arm on him, but I think I, I knew a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about it, Don. We were saying, is Arizona going to make the playoffs? And I just had this weird feeling that they were going to make the playoffs and it's working out for them. But in order for them to, to make the playoffs, they have got to win this game, man. They have to win this game because if they don't win this one, they have to go to Los Angeles to play the Rams next week. I believe yeah, that's it what is. it is. Yeah. And that's not good for them. They, uh, that's a bad matchup because Arizona's defense is bad, really bad, man. And so they can give up points. And even as bad as Jared Goff can look sometimes, I mean, you just he, – he can he can get to 30 on Arizona, just like he did two weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, San Francisco's got, got a good defense, even though the score last week – I got the Cowboys game right. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all the listeners, I had no idea, man. It was just a, it was just a really good hunch on my part. Had a really big hunch the Cowboys were going to win, but even though they won, they only they had under 300 total yards of offense. They they it wasn't like they were moving the ball on that defense like that easily. I mean, there were a couple uh, busted plays by the 49ers defense too. But um, with all that said, I like a medium scoring game. I like a 27-20 victory for the Cardinals. That's it, Dom. Take it away, man. I kind of want to talk about the remain both of these games, the other remaining Saturday games, because that's the way I was looking at this. These are two. I'm All looking right. at it differently. These are two potential upsets that I have, and when I, oh, yeah, I'm okay. spicing it up a little bit with Bethard. I, I mean, it's just it's it's your boy Shanahan. You know, he he's very good. They beat them week one. I like Kyle. Yeah, they beat them week one. So 49ers have a little bit of motivation with that. Kittle coming back, they have motivation with that. San Fran's at home. It's home field, right? No, no, no. It, it is in Arizona. <laughs> I know, I know, but they played there the last two uh, home I see games for San Francisco. So, but when I looked at both of these games – Divisional game also, so like that played a part. I ended up saying, you know what, I'm going to allow, because then I had to go to the playoffs, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and look a week forward and think about, can I see the Cardinals 
hurting themselves right now. They're hanging on, you know, by their fingernail to that seventh seed in the NFC. But then I went to this Miami-Las Vegas game, and I said, wow, I think there's a little bit more chaos in that one where Miami gets knocked out and Baltimore now takes over that seventh seed, even though we both said that we didn't want to see that. And I think it just made a little bit more sense to me. So I'm telling you right now, I'm going Arizona 24-16 to to get the sweep. Not the upset. Yeah, to yeah, get the sweep the of the 49ers and not get upset. But I'm pick, I'm going to pick the Raiders to upset the Dolphins. I am. I'm right I'm there going with you, to do I'm it right there because with that you. Miami offense, you're not getting any passes. No more. You're not getting any more passes, man. When you're that bad on offense, you, you can't just keep skating by. Now, last week they didn't look that bad because they were actually able to have a running game and Boy, they had a really good running game against New England, but I think Las Vegas, yeah, Las Vegas, it, even in even in some of their losses, they're still scoring twenty seven points. You know, Waller has been a factor, which I don't think the Dolphins have a good game plan to stop him. Yeah, yeah, they got a top ten. I mean, Josh there. Jacobs and the Dolphins' run defense hasn't been that great. So you got you get, the two best players for the Raiders have good matchups this week. That's a problem because that's the only way the Raiders win games anyway is when they can have a, a huge day from Darren Waller or, you know, have a huge day from Josh Jacobs. Yep. So I, I really paired these two games together. And even though I was wrong about Arizona, I didn't think they would beat the Giants, didn't think that they would beat Philly, and they were able to come away with wins in those. That that I, I feel like that spoke to me. Like, wow, this isn't that pouty team, that young head coach team, you know, that – Oh, Kyler Murray, if he doesn't have his ways, yelling at his linemen. They're actually showing some some real maturity, you know, and they're showing that they're showing fight. Yeah. Whereas the Dolphins, I mean, yep. oh, I love I love that the rebuild happened quicker than I think even they expected. Like I love, I love the, the fish, fish, man. They play together, the head the coach. <laughs> they they have his back, he has their back. He was ready to fight, you know, against the Bengals. Like, I love it, but that I love offense that. is just so. I had to step outside of okay, who do I like and who do I not like? Because I like to fish more than the Cardinals, and say which teams are better. Yeah, and I think that the Arizona defense. This might be a little beside the point, but I think the Arizona defense is better than the Miami offense. I think that Arizona defense better than the right. Miami the weakness offense. of the, the Dolphins is the offense. The weakness of the Cardinals is the defense. So, I think there's more potential with Miami offense. Than I think than Arizona's I, defense, though. But I, I think it's a I great debate. I think if we ask ten people, we get um, five answers one way, five another way. But yeah, that's yeah, just the way sure. that I'm leaning. And I just I like the fact that they're at, at home, whereas Miami's going all the way to Las Vegas. It's new territory for them. It's just as you said, man. It smells. It is smelly. And so that's what I'm doing. Arizona <laughs> 24 smelly. 16. Um. Las Vegas twenty six to nineteen over the fish. It's it's smelly, Dom, and and I tell you what, that Miami. So I, I'm right there with you. I mean, I already spoke about the Cardinals, man. I really think the Cardinals are turning the leaf. I think they win. I think I really have a strong gut hunch that they win this game. People might say like, oh, that's not that impressive of a gut hunch pick, but anytime you're playing the 49ers, man, with Kyle Shanahan and a good defense. That's not an easy win to come by. That's not an easy win to come by. 
Um, but to Miami and, and Las Vegas, here's my take on it. If Marcus Mariota was starting, I would feel very good about picking Las Vegas to win. Um, it, not, it looks like D- Derek Carr is going to play. It looks like he's going to start. I I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Dominique. I don't know, man. Um, anybody who's pulled a groin or has had tender groin issues, I mean, any football player has had groin um, tenderness or like a little mild pull. Like, it, I'm, I mean, a, every it's like 100% of all football players have had that because it's just all that lateral movement, all the moving of the hips. You all know what it's like. I can't – every throw you're feeling it. Every step you feel it. So Derek Carr, I mean, he couldn't even play the game last Thursday night. I mean, goodness, he, 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 was, he was done. It was done. So you're telling me in 10 days that groin is, is basically not even 100%. I'm saying, like, I don't think his groin is probably 85% better. Um, I think it's probably still around that 80, 75%. I mean, I mean, I know sometimes my, when I've, you know, first day of training camp in August, like my hamstring, my quad, my groins, everything's really sore. Um, you know, maybe within like two weeks, it's, it's feeling pretty good, but that's a concern tonight, man. And that's, that's the only thing, the only thing that has me wavering on whether or not I'm going to pick the Raiders over the fish. And with all that said, this is just screams. This screams Chucky. <laughs> Chucky. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Chucky. This screams just like you don't expect it, like the Saints game earlier in the year, the Kansas City Chiefs game. Man, I'm telling you, this is a Raiders win tonight or on Saturday. This is a Raiders win somehow, some way, man. Um, Rod Marinelli finally has 10 days to figure out his personnel, figure out the defense. Rookie quarterback, unimpressive offensive line. They might be able to get pressure on Tua. Um, this this is also I, – I don't want to spend too much time on this game, but – Man, this over-under total, there's been a lot of debate on, is this game going over? Is it going under? And I, I don't know about the points in this one, man. I, I'm I'm undecided. Usually I have a pretty good feel of, you know, are there going to be a lot of points or they're not going to be a lot of points. I lean to points in this one. I mm. lean points. I think it's going to be a lot of points in this one. I, I the I think the Raiders offense is very good. The Miami Dolphins uh, defense gives up a lot of yards. I think the Dolphins' offense can move the ball against that Raiders' defense. Both teams into the 20s, maybe one team into the 30s. Um, I want to move on from the game. we got a lot more to talk about. Pick the score right now. The Raiders, 29. I got an odd score in this one, Dom. Last, last one on Saturday night. It's going to be a little bit of weirdness going on. I got 29-23. The Raiders. <laughs> Over the fish. All right, Dom. Most exciting game of the week. What's your most exciting game of the I'm week, going man? Pacific Northwest, man. I'm going uh, the Los Angeles Rams at the Love Seattle it. Seahawks. Man. Love it. I, I said I've said earlier in our podcast a few weeks ago. I, I love a I love a four o'clock Seattle game, man. I really do. 
I love it. <laughs> it's one o'clock their time, but no, I agree with right. you. I four, agree with you. Four man. o'clock Eastern. I love it. One o'clock there, where you know, being on the East Coast and watching the West Coast and watching you know the sunset, or you know, while while it's already nighttime here, whatever the case yep. is. Plus, it's just beautiful right there yep. in Seattle. Yep. And then I oh, I awesome. like, I mean, I think the Seahawks are. I think teams switch sometimes, you know, from good from good guys to bad guys, whatever the case is. I think it's pretty <laughs> with with an energetic coach like that. Some people might see Pete Carroll as a bad guy, but R- Russell Wilson is pretty much a good guy in everybody's yeah. eyes. And so, I also like a yeah. good guy Seattle team versus a bad guy Rams team with a you know uh, uh, an obnoxious Jalen Ramsey and uh, uh, Jared Goff that is a bad guy just because you hate. <laughs> right no jared goff is a bad guy i don't know what you it hate is his, it's you like, hate his, his laziness or his soul cow attitude you just hate yeah it. but it's not like that yeah right 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 he's like he doesn't care he's a bad guy he's like oh whatever he, he looks like that like a 1980s like movie like high school who like smokes with a black jacket yeah. or something <laughs> so that's that's the way i'm leaning too man um you know i i had the stats earlier that uh the rams have really really had control over this rivalry in recent um in recent years yeah they do but they the only it. win that seattle has was last year thursday night in seattle so in seattle there's a different atmosphere there's a different vibe and i'm going with the seahawks man i'm, I'm liking them obviously the rams had their disastrous loss last week to the jets which you know i guess they were just thinking about this game the whole time and I'm going with the Seahawks though, 31 yeah. to 26. There weren't many points in the first meeting this year. I think it was 23. To, wow, you got a lot of yeah, points. Yeah, I in do. That one. Um, uh, third, 23 to 16, I believe, was the first meeting. Um, yeah, 26. So 16. I'm going 31 26 here because I just I think that the Seahawks defense might be able to, you know if they score or the special team scores or also just yeah, maybe put them yeah. in position, you know, like the Rams defense is pretty good, but if they're, if, if golf yeah. is turning it over, if they have turnovers and, you know, the field position is in Seattle's favor, then that makes it tougher, obviously. So that's why I'm going with 31 points. Um, excited to see this DK Metcalf versus Ramsey matchup, which I'm going to predict yeah. a little bit. I think, I think they're going to battle, and I'm going to give a close, close win to DK Metcalf. I think he's going to just do enough to get him a close win where he doesn't, you know, just dominate him. But I'm going Seattle, mm-hmm. man, my most exciting game. I like the pick a lot, Dom. Um, I'll talk about your game, then I'll get to my most exciting game. I'm, uh, yeah. I like Seattle to win it. I think we see eye to eye on Seattle. I, I know this game is really torn um, between a lot in the football community. Um, a lot of the super smart people, analytics people, numbers guys, they love Los Angeles. They think this is an efficient offense, stout defense. Um but football isn't about stats, man. It's about heart and emotion and about executing in the moment. And Seattle does all of that better. Um, you know, 
whether or not they actually put it together on Sunday, I mean, it's a toss-up. I mean, I, I have a pretty good feeling Seattle does uh, pull it together. They could wear hats after the game that say NFC West Division champs. So that's going to be a lot of motivation for them. Um, I got Seattle winning, man. It just feels like a Seattle win. It really does. I got a tip. <clears throat> I got a tip off from one of the shows I listened to that apparently Brandon Shell, their right tackle, apparently he's he makes a world of difference. That's what I've heard. Um, Ogu Buishi, the, the guy who's been playing in Brandon Shell's absence, I think he's serviceable. I don't think he's bad. Um, I think I think his name's Cedric Ogubuishi. Um, but Brandon Shell apparently makes the run game go and gives Russell just a, a little bit more time to throw the ball. It looks like he's going to play this week. That That's what I've seen on the injury report so far. So, I mean, I didn't know that. I've just learned about that. I'm not like a Seattle expert, but – I really like that. I mean, if he's playing and that's true, man, Chris Carson, I, I think uh, I, I'm high on Seattle, man. I'll, I'll just I'll just put it that way. I think Jared Goff continues to turn the ball over. Seattle defense gets some turnovers. I like a little bit of low scoring game though. I, I like medium to low scoring. I don't I don't think I don't think it's going to be 57 total points. I'll make it uh, 26. I like these weird scores this week, Dom. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 26-18. 26-18 Seattle over the Rams. And now let's get to my most exciting game. I'm a homer. <laughs> I'm biased. You know where I'm going. Heinz Field, one o'clock. <laughs> my Steelers. Ring the bell. It's an upset alert. Upset special. <laughs> Don't count us out, America. Don't count us out, baby. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at home hosting the Indianapolis Colts. We own the Colts. I don't think we've lost to the Colts since I was like a little boy. <laughs> Just been whooping them left and right. Beat Peyton Manning in the playoffs to win our Super Bowl since the 70s and like 2005 or six, whatever year it was. We own those boys. Own them. They're coming into town. Steelers on a three-game losing streak. Everybody's counting us out, man. The line, I mean, if, if you follow the line in Vegas, the Steelers were like a two-point favorite before the game opened up this week. Now Indy's a, almost a two-point favorite. They might be a two-point favorite as I'm speaking. I'm telling you right now, the Steelers are going to win this game. They're going to win it. Um, James Conner comes back. Um, Vince Williams comes back on the linebackers. That's a huge addition, man. The linebackers. The Steelers lost that Cincinnati Bengals game for two reasons. Ben Roethlisberger's knee. He hurt it a couple weeks ago, I think, against Washington. It's still not good. Um, if anybody's was watching those games... He's handing the ball off in shotgun a lot. And I noticed on the goal line, he didn't bend his legs that much. He basically just took the ball and just took like a little crow step and handed to Benny Snell for the touchdown. That knee is bothering Ben. And that's the only reason why I'm a little hesitant to pick the Steelers here. But 
just when you count Mike Tomlin out, losing three in a row, he's not losing four in a row. Not happening. Um, Ben's knee is very concerning. It's extremely concerning. That's why he did. That's why he fumbled the ball in the first quarter. That's why he's not stepping into his throws. It's very concerning. Um, with all that said, I think they figured out this week. More rest. I, I hope Ben's knee is better. Um, the second reason they lost that game, the linebackers. They had they had a guy they traded in the middle of the season come in, a- Avery Williamson from the Jets. They had a safety playing the other linebacker spot. And then they had a rookie outside linebacker, High Smith. Um, they could not for the life of them play the freaking zone read with the quarterback. Oh, my gosh. So painful to watch. Extremely painful to watch. They'll get that ironed out this week. They'll figure it out. Vince Williams will be back. He's the heart and soul of that defense. He really uh, he really is. I mean, he is, man. He's the, he's the elder statesman of that defense, man. He's the play caller, all that stuff. Um, they put it together. Phillip Rivers uh, looks like the Phillip Rivers of old. He hasn't looked like Phillip Rivers in a while, man. He's going to turn the ball over this week. And uh, the Steelers win a really gritty game, like 24-23. That's my take, Dom. <laughs> I actually had the same exact score. And I wouldn't even <laughs> Let's go. Let's I go, even be Dom. surprised if it was a last-second field goal. But let's go back and talk about it. You talked about the setting. And Heinz Field probably is my most favorite setting in the NFL. Very – very close to my most favorite setting in all of sports, honestly. Um, there's just a, there's only a few Without baseball a fields that actually are are above it, but just it's amazing yeah. how that game just every time, whether it's a whether it's, it's a mystique. bright sunny one o'clock kickoff in a beautiful green field with the yellow seats, it just looks right. It's like this is football. Or whether it's a cloud cover sky, one o'clock or four o'clock, you're just like, let me let me sit in in my couch and not worry about anything else for the next three and a half. Like that's just <laughs> the feel that I get. Or even whether it's a Sunday or Monday night football game, you're just like, this yeah. is the stage that you want to be at Heinz Field. I mean, yeah. it's just green grass or in snow or just a muddy field. You just still like to watch the game, man. Yeah, and that's the beauty of Heinz Field, man. I'm excited for this one too, man. I I didn't want to steal your most exciting game, but <laughs> um, the other thing is, yeah, the Colts. I can't remember the last time. And look how many key games. Like last year, these two played. It wasn't a, a very key game, but it was a big game at the time. I mean, I think I think it was uh, the catalyst toward the Colts losing streak. I believe they were like five and two at the time, weren't they? And the Steelers were like three and four or something like that. I don't know. I, I feel like it was around there. Um, but then you I, you remember the Ben six touchdown game? Like he was just lighting him up, you know. Yeah. Look back to the up. to the Jerome Bettis fumble. Ben having to make the tackle. Mike Vanderjet missing the field goal. Yeah. Like you know, 2005, I believe it was to help mm-hmm. help the Steelers win the Super Bowl. But um, right. At the end of the day, it's it, they're still the same franchises to me. 
minus when Peyton Manning was there, you've always just seen the Steelers as the better franchise with the more uh, star power on the roster. And that's exactly how it feels. I mean, this whole year with the Colts, there's just not a lot of star power. And they deserve a lot of respect. They really do. But there's just not enough star power for me. Like, offensively or defensively. Defensively, obviously, they got a few names. Yeah, they got DeForest Buckner right. and the linebacker Leonard. I mean, the, 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 those are some names now. Right. There's some names. So, I mean, 100% they're getting it right with this being a close one. I just I, – I really do see this being a close one. Um, I'm expecting – Low points, Yeah, right. I got the same score. You got 24-23. Um, yeah. I don't think yeah. the Colts run it that much. They don't, I don't, they don't like to run it much anyway. But um, I right, think they, they can don't. have their way – at times, moving the ball, they, they like to throw it short. Uh, they don't really have a deep threat, but the short and intermediate game, um, I think, will be there at times for them. But then Pittsburgh, yeah, I'm just expecting Ben to – I really like Chase Claypool in this one, man. I think his size and athleticism can be a difference. Right. And uh, the Steelers' run game hasn't really been there all year. The Colts, you're not going to run it too much on them anyway. So, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of passes yeah. in this one. So, that could run the score up a little bit more, honestly. But It could. It could. I got 24-23. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a last-second field goal by Boswell. But I, I think the Steelers fans are, are excited wow. about this one. And I think after the game, they'll be excited about the result, too. Don't count us out, man. Don't count us out. Um we we really turned the juice up, man. We we gotta dial it back a little bit. I mean, my my blood's flowing right <laughs> you would now. You think it's you would think it's twelve thirty <laughs> on Sunday, huh? Oh man, my blood's flowing for that one, Dom. I can't wait. I'm probably gonna be yelling at the TV on Sunday. I I yell at the t- I don't I usually don't yell at the TV until December. <laughs> I was yelling at the TV on Monday night, everybody. I was yelling at it. Oh my gosh, that was. I don't even want to talk about it. It gets me so upset. Don't even want to talk about it. Um, let's go to some snoozers. Let's, let's turn it down just a little bit, Dom. What's your snoozer of the week? Oh, my gosh. To be honest, I didn't have many. Like, yeah. let's go Carolina-Washington. But, there's you know, this is the Ron Rivera Bowl. <laughs> it is. It's a, there's a little in, uh, yeah, excitement Yeah, there's, there's a little bit, but I'm not – interested in that game i'm going 21 17 washington a little bit of a surprise but just because both teams are what five and nine five and ten not playing for anything denver at la against the chargers not really looking forward to that even a little bit of surprise though because i had the Chargers winning 30 to 20 um but yeah yeah that one that one's just not you know making anyone run around their living room uh and then Cleveland at the Jets. I don't. I mean, this one. I think the spread. I'm seeing the spread at, at nine and a half. So I don't. I don't think the Jets yeah, cover. Right. But I got a twenty-three to thirteen. Yeah. Really? I, I mean, against that against Browns that Browns defense. defense, twenty-three to thirteen. I think that score, you know, makes Browns fans nervous. Like really, really nervous. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just going back to what we've talked about all year. At some point, that that run game is going to break the Jets back, and so. Quinnen Williams is on IR. Oh, it's snowing outside, oh, it Dom. 
Uh, at least here it is. Look. Sorry, side um, note. Yeah, side note. <laughs> but at some point. Sorry, it's exciting Christmas morning. Even if it's Go 16 ahead. to 13 with, you know, five minutes left in the game, at some point that running game is going to break the Jets back. So a 23 to 13 game is by no means what I think the Browns fans want to see. I don't know if the, the Browns players expect to see that, but the Jets having that win that they did, yeah, I expect them to still be wanting to play, still be wanting to win this week. I think they have a they think they have a chance to win this week. I'm with all of that. Um, but I still have the Browns covering barely with a 10-point victory, uh, 23-13. to 13. But those are pretty much all of my snoozers. I'm, I mean, Chicago-Jacksonville also, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to just steal the whole Sunday slate. Cincinnati-Houston, I'm not putting it on yeah. there because I'm expecting some points with those bad defenses. I, I, yeah, I want to. I want to touch on all these games, man. It, let me jump in here. I'll, I'll, I'll get through some of them. Um, the Ron Rivera Bowl. I'll start there because you started there first. It's a weird game, man. To sh- uh, what's his, what's what's dude's name? Dwayne oh. Haskins. Oh my gosh, man. He is a freaking joke. Freaking clown. Absolute clown. Texted on the night of the draft, the league done messed up. Son, you messing <laughs> up. You are messing up, son. At the strip club, you got like eight girls on your couch. You got no mask on during the quarantine after a loss. You're bragging about your stats after you lost to the Ravens in garbage time. You got to over 300 yards passing. Like, man, you are a clown. You will be out of the NFL in, a, in after next year. After next year. You will be cut by the by the football team, and you will not be in the NFL in 2022. That it will be a fact. Absolute fact. Um, with all that said, man, oh, man, that game is a hard game to pick. I really think it's a toss-up. Um... Man, Dom, that, that one's tough. I mean, I actually am intrigued by that one. I'm not putting that as a snoozer, but since you already talked about it, I'll pick a score. Um, Just when you think football's supposed to make sense and just when you think a team's, you know, they're, you feel like they're supposed to win and they're motivated to win the division and it's not going to happen, not this week. Not in this year, not with the NFL, NFC East, NFC least, being what it's been this year. It's been, you thought it was Dallas's division, then you thought it was the Eagles division, then you thought it was the Giants division. I mean, literally, that's, yeah. how, it's, that's how it went. Beginning of the year, everyone thought Dallas had the most potential. Then everybody started blowing it. Philly won like two games. You thought, oh, it's Philly's division. Then Philly lost games. And then Giants, hey, this is the Giants division. Now the Giants, everybody, and then the Washington goes on a three-game win streak. Washington's division, not so fast. Panthers win this one, make it a showdown really? on uh, next Sunday. Yes, sir. Got the Panthers. Matt Rule and the boys coming into town. It's gonna be a close one, man. It's gonna be a close one. A uh, little bit of low scoring in it. I'll put twenty-three twenty Panthers over the football team. Now to this, uh, you touched a couple games. Cleveland at the Jets, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, 
let, let, let me talk to you, Dom. Let me talk to you. The Browns, man, love what they're doing. I mean, like I already said earlier, the biggest thing to me in this one is Quinnen Williams went on the IR. The Jets have personnel. The Jets have they're, – they're capable. I mean, this whole uh, – I hope nobody was shocked about them beating the Rams last week because they have good wide receivers. They have a capable quarterback that has a talented arm. He's not been the best – you know, a majority of his NFL career, Sam Darnold, but he's still capable. They got a good tight end in Chris Herndon. He's talented. Um, their offensive lines makeshift, but it's still capable. You know, it's capable of doing of, of stopping NFL fronts or slowing them down just a little bit. The defense, when Quentin Williams is in there with Basham, I love that Basham kid, man. That Basham guy is an animal. I, I forget what number he is. I think he's 93. Um, the safeties, I I don't think Ashton Davis, I think he's hurt, but Marcus May and the cornerbacks, bless Austin and somebody else, they're not great. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not great, but they're scrappy, man. They play hard. The whole, the Jets play hard and I am not sold on that Cleveland Browns defense yet. I'm still not sold on them, man. Not sold on them one bit. I think this one's a close game. I really do. Um, Baker is has to play a clean game. If he if he's turning the ball over, oh man, Jets are live in this one, baby. Right. They are live. They're live to win this game, hundred percent. If Baker doesn't turn the ball over, Cleveland will win this one. Kind of like how the Steelers win a lot of games. They'll and uh, the Steelers of old. They'll just run the ball in the second half, keep it a one possession game, two possession game play control you know all that jazz i still like points in this one i'll go 27 23 cleveland browns clinch a playoff (laughs) spot get into the playoffs uh they i don't know if you get hats for that but you know who knows maybe they get hats after the game for uh getting into the playoffs i don't think they do though but um yeah i like that and then i'll jump to the third game dom that you talked that you touched on chicago at jacksonville um, man, I, that Bears defense, what is going on with it? I mean, really, man. I mean, Kirky's not good. Kirky Cousins is not good. And they let 27 points from Kirky, man. It's awful. And then they let Stafford get 34 or 37 points, whatever it was. Like, they, had, they held him to 20 points the whole game. <clears throat> and then Stafford do, like, two scoring touchdowns and then they finally play well against the Texans and so it's like what what kind of defense are you guys and James Robinson I don't know I think he's gonna play I think they're just holding him out of practice earlier in the week um so that's huge I mean James Robinson doesn't play this is gonna be a drubbing they're gonna get bombed totally dragged um and then Jacksonville man hey Dom I mean on a side note if I was Miles Jack and I'm on that team, I think Miles Jack signed a contract too. I think he's locked in at Jacksonville for like four years. If I'm Miles Jack, behind closed doors, I'm getting a couple of the players together that are gonna be there for a while and I'm saying, hey, we're yeah. losing this game. I mean, I mean, like really honestly, 
if I know we have a chance for Trevor Lawrence, like, why the heck would I go out there and try to win this game? I mean, like, really? Honestly, it, it makes no sense. You want to be miserable in Jacksonville for your next three years, losing 13 <laughs> games a season? Or do you want... I mean, like, seriously, man, I am tanking that game. I am making sure we lose at all costs. I'm not going to make it apparent, but, I mean, I'm going to pretend I'm playing zone when it's really <laughs> man and on, on the goal line, and I'm letting David Montgomery catch a little flat route for the for a touchdown. You know, I am not. There is no way I'm winning that game, man. There's no way. Now, Gardner Minshew will think differently, and he'll be playing his tail off, but – with with all that said, man, I mean, a little little side note there. I got the Bears winning. Uh, money, money Mitch. Mitch, money Mitch, Dom. Or, or sorry, another side note, Dom. Another side note. I lost my fantasy championship last year because I played Money Mitch. It's mm-hmm. week sixteen, Dom. In one of the random leagues I joined, where I don't know anybody, I just jo- I join a random league every year. I'm in the playoffs. I'm in this. I'm in the championship, man. I actually made the championship. All my other fantasy leagues, I'm like in last place. Um. I was tempted to pick up Money Mitch <laughs> off the waivers, but I was like, not this year. Not this year. <laughs> uh, I got the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. I got them into the 30s. 33. Jacksonville Gardner Minshew. He's going to play hard, man. I got him 17 points for the let Jaguars. Me, let, me, let me take – I'm taking away a touchdown – I think Chicago, I got 27 to 14 because Jacksonville is just that stubborn. I don't know if Miles Jack should go behind closed doors. I think it's too risky to like lose unless you just got guys that you really, really trust, you know, that you can do that. But I think that's too risky for your image as a leader, you know, to do that. But I'm right there with you, man. Like you just got the hold of Trevor Lawrence, man. He's the prize, man. I know it's quarterback heavy. Justin Fields, I'm still up in the air on whether I love him. I like him. Bro, next 20 years, I'm with you. You are set. Jaguars are a respectable franchise for the next 20 years. He's the exact face that we need, though, too. Like, it's crazy, man. Just... I mean, Jacksonville to, to Cartersville, Georgia is not that far either. So he's he's got a nice, yeah. he'll have a nice little fan base just naturally. I'm I'm big on having hometown. Right. I think obviously the right. Falcons, they yeah, can't mess obviously that the Falcons up, would be the most hometown. But this this isn't bad at all. I mean, Chipper Jones was from Jacksonville and then went to Atlanta for the Braves and was basically like a hometown guy. Like anyway, right. that's baseball, but. Bro, he's going to be better than Josh Allen. He's like Josh Allen 2.0, yes. and that's like the greatest compliment yes. you can give somebody I mean, right I was now. so happy, super excited last week when the Jets won. But this Bears team, this is Allen Robinson coming back to Jacksonville too also. Let's note that. Um, A-Rob's going to go off in this 100%. One. He's going to be a big-time PT peer for fantasy owners. However, yes, I just sir. I think the Bears, I mean, they've been rolling, man. What the heck is Montgomery doing with 32 carries last week? That's just unheard of from Matt Nagy. Like I know from especially the Vikings defense too. I mean, they're not right. great, but I mean still, I mean, they're not like switchy. They should I mean, that that was just from a different world, but 
They've kind of been doing things from a different world right. the last few weeks, and I think that slows down a little bit this week. I just have that feeling. Like, still think that they're going to win comfortably, but the Jags are stubborn. They're still going to play tough. You know, uh, Minshew, obviously, is the mm-hmm. most stubborn. He's going to play to win. Um, and let me talk about that Bears defense a little bit. I I knew losing Vic yeah. Fangio would be huge. Like, they talk about Chuck Pagano running the same defense and then them not losing any players. You know, they still have Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, yeah. Eddie Jackson, and them. But I knew that just Fangio was the right defense coordinator for them. So I think that's one I think that's a big difference, man. It's just a different atmosphere. He's got a different attitude that he brings to it, you know? And that's that's been yeah. the difference. But they're fighting for their playoff lives. They're 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 staring Arizona. I mean, they're just waiting for them to have a hiccup so they can jump all over that. Um, right. But yeah, I like them to win twenty-seven to fourteen in this one. I think they 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 don't have as much juice as they have had the last two weeks or three. Yeah. Um, but this Jets, you brought up a, a ton of great points, man. They really have some young studs in Quinn Williams and Marcus May, which makes you think you got to be mm-hmm. a little more frustrated that you're not able to keep another stud in Jamal Adams and have three you know, corner pieces for your defense, you know, like, yeah. but you hit on a lot of good points. Like those two really are toward the top at their position and what they've only been in the league. I think Marcus May has been in the league three years now. Um, This is fourth year. Maybe I'm, I, I can't remember. It's three or I four. So. Quentin Williams, this is his second year. Yeah, I believe so. so. Um, that I, I like that you brought that up, but, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have any upsets going on in those areas. I don't. I don't believe though. I did touch on yeah. the Chargers Broncos. I had a thirty to twenty Chargers victory, and I don't believe you touched on that. <clears throat> no, we haven't. I wanted to get to the rest of those one o'clock games. They're kind of snoozers, honestly. I mean, this late. Th- th- this late in the season, there's just a lot of bad teams playing right. good teams. Um, I'll start with Atlanta, Kansas City. I don't want to touch on – I don't want to spend too much time on this one. Kansas City has a chance to lock up the first round by this week at home. They're not going to mess this one up. Kansas City will win this one. Um, Atlanta, you know, I mean, even if Julio plays, I I don't know. It's just something with Matt Ryan and outside in the cold. I'm not trusting that at all. They can't run the ball either. Kansas City's just a well-oiled machine. Uh, I know Atlanta has a scrappy defense, but it's not going to be enough. Uh, I don't know. I don't even think Atlanta's going to get into the 20s, honestly. I think it's one of those kind of games. I'll go uh, I'll go 30-17, to 17, Kansas City over Atlanta. Uh, I'm just going to finish out these 1 o'clock games, Dom. Um, the Bengals at Houston. Uh, this one's kind of a weird one, man, honestly. Uh, Cincinnati has a pretty good defense. They actually do. Or they're or they're playing better of late. Um, they haven't been giving up that many points, and I think Houston. I kind of like low scoring in this. I, I think Houston. You know, Deshaun Watson. They play with a lot of heart. He's super competitive. He's going to figure out a way to win. Um, but that's just a side note. That that Bengals defense is is kind of stout. They're a little stout. Um, I got Houston winning that one. Like. 23 16 something along those lines last one o'clock game the new york giants the g-men at baltimore against the Ratbirds. um danny dimes is gonna play it looks like 
He's got two leg injuries, hamstring, ankle, or a calf, whatever it is. Danny Dimes, his, his lower body's not 100%, so that takes away all the threat. That takes away all the worry in this one. Baltimore, even though they're playing against a stout defense, even the best run-stopping defenses have trouble against Baltimore. Baltimore still rushes for over 200 yards. Baltimore will find a way to win. Like low scoring in this one. Got Baltimore like 27, 26. The Giants at like, I don't know, maybe 10 points, 13 points. We'll go, yeah, we'll go 26, 13. Those are my three one o'clock games. Take yeah, away, I got Don. Baltimore 28 to 15. They're rolling. I knew coming off of their bye that they would get rolling and make it really, really tough for another team uh, in the AFC playoff hunt, which happens to be the Dolphins right now. I think I saw a stat that, man, you could be 11-5 and five and not make the playoffs in the AFC, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't trust that Giants offense to move the ball an inch almost. Like, it's, it's bad. Like, as much as, I, as much as I respect them and Joe Judge and what they've been doing this year, that that's still is such a bad offense. Um, so twenty eight to fifteen. Yeah. I, I don't know how to get to fifteen, but um. yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Cincinnati, Houston. As I said, I'm excited about that one. I got thirty to twenty three. I think it's gonna be a. I'm I think right it's gonna be a you. fun game. Deshaun Watson running, throwing. I do. Too. I like Brandon Cooks in this one, um, but I like Gio Bernard too. I mean, he's he's been a guy for years that you know he's just been the backup in Cincy. Kept his mouth shut, and every time he gets a chance, man, he produces. And this bad Texans defense, man, he I'm does. looking for him to, to, you know. And it seems like it's every year in the fantasy playoffs that somebody, if you have Gio Bernard, you're really know, lucking out, I man. Know, he saved your Who, yep, Steve has him again. Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. It really, really is. So I like that one to have some points. Then Atlanta, Kansas City. I just I don't have a smell at all that Atlanta, you know, is going to come to play. No, no smell, smell man. Me, me like, neither. Kansas City cruises. If there's garbage time for Atlanta, then there is. Um, I'm going to boost it a little bit. I had 35-22. I'm going to boost it up to uh, 38 at least. Not, not a lot. 38-22. to 22. Patty and the boys. Patty and the boys. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all the 1 o'clocks. Let's get to these 4 o'clocks. Um, we'll touch Monday night football and then we'll get to the heavyweight, the heavy game bout, which is just a no brainer this week. I guess we could have made Seattle, Los Angeles, the heavy game bout, but nah, I, I like the heavy game bout where it is. Um, well, I guess there's only two, four o'clock games left. Um, I'll touch on both right now. Then I'll just jump right into, you kind of touched on Los Angeles, uh, chargers against the Broncos. Um, Los Angeles has Kansas City next week at Kansas City. I just don't think – I think Kansas Kansas City's got nothing to play for. So that game right then and there is like means nothing for the Chargers. I mean, yeah, they're going to try to beat Kansas City, but it's not going to mean the same thing. Um, so, like, they're not looking ahead to that game. Not, not for a second. Uh, Denver coming off. Who who Denver play last week, Dom? Um, they lost to bl- they lost to I'm Buffalo blanking. bad. Oh, bad! They got dragged. That's right. Um, I got the Chargers winning this game. I really do. I've had Denver defense. 
the secondary's got issues, man. The cornerbacks are liabilities. Um, as long as Keenan Allen plays and, you know, the other wide receivers, I like Eckler in this game a lot. Los Angeles, they got a little bit of confidence going, man. They do. Um, Anthony Lynn needs these next two games, I think, to save his job, man. I still think they need to let him go after this season. You got a Herbert. You got to pair him with a great coach, man, kind of like Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. You can't waste this opportunity with Herbert, man. You got to capitalize on it now. But I got I got the Chargers winning. I'm not a Drew Locke guy. <laughs> Drew Locke's a psychopath, man. If anybody's ever watched his press conference, he's twitching. He's, like, moving his head 50 times a second. You know, it's like – it's all over the place. He's going to have some turnovers. Chris Harris is back, man. I know you're not a big Chris Harris guy, Dom. I like Chris Harris. I think he's scrappy. I think he's a really savvy football player. Um, there's just more talent for Los Angeles, man. They got talent on that team. and They're going to find – they got experienced talent. They don't want to lose this game. They're going to win this game. Um, I got 28 to 20 Chargers over the Broncos. Last 4 o'clock game. It's intriguing. It's exciting. Philadelphia coming down to the Big D. Texas, baby. I got the Eagles winning this one, Dom. I had the smell test out on Dallas last week, but that was against Nick Mullins. Oh, Nick Mullins, man. Nick Mullins. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's the real deal. He's going to be the quarterback for the Eagles in the future. No doubt about it. Smart kid. He's smart at Alabama, smart at Oklahoma. He doesn't turn the ball over a ton. He makes the right football plays. I know, like, Howie Roseman was like, I'm not passing on Russell Wilson because he felt bad because he passed on Russell Wilson back in the day. Um, he did well with this one, man. I'm upset with the Steelers, man. I mean, Claypool or Jalen Hurts. I think they, sh- they should have won Jalen Hurts, man, in my opinion. Sure up that quarterback for uh, the future. Um, Dallas defense is just too bad. Philly's able to score more points. If it becomes a shootout, I don't even think it's become a shootout. I think Andy Dalton and the boys, they struggle against that Philly defense. Still got 20s for both teams. I'll go 28. I'll make a weird score. 29 to 23 Eagles over the Cowboys. I I like exactly. I like exactly what you're saying. I think it's so interesting what Jalen Hurts is doing and the fact that he's, you know, he transferred to Oklahoma, so he played in Big D in that uh, Big 12 championship. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a good point. That's a really good I point, think, Tom. I, I think he's just – he's moving very, very nicely right now, man. Not, I'm not talking about just him running the ball. I'm just talking about, you know, his – obviously yeah. – it was it was crazy. I saw him. I saw him in the spring game just randomly on TV, and was like, "Who is this kid with yeah. all this composure, man?" Like, right? It's amazing. It's very it sad. Amazing. It is amazing. So, yeah, um, I really like him to go down there and play smoothly down there. I mean, last week he really really broke out, but I don't think he's gonna do that against the Saints. Obviously, that was a better defense than what he faced last week against Arizona. Um, so I think it's going to be in between there. Yeah. Like I don't think he's just going to, you know, explode like he did last week. Um, but I'm thinking 
Yeah, styles make fights, man. Going against Kyler Murray, that's going to be a shootout. This is, right. I don't think it's going to be a shootout I got, this game. Um, what score did I have? I got 30 to 24, actually, Philly. Um, I'm thinking three total yeah. touchdowns for Hurts. Maybe a defensive or a Miles Sanders touchdown also. Um, and then Dallas 24, that might be a little too high. Let me let me knock that down to 17. That's what I think too, man. I think that Dallas, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm in between. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm in between with that let score. Me go, let me go 30 to 17. And actually, I am going to give defense a score. I'm going to give them a fumble return, fumble return or a pick six. So I got a... <laughs> They're going to miss the extra point, though. So 24-17, Cowboys are trying to drive and do something with it, and they throw a pick six or, or have a formal return. So 30-17, to 17, the Eagles. Okay, okay. Uh, Monday night game, and then we'll get to the heavyweight, heavy game bout. Um, there's something I kind of like about – we're talking about sp- uh, venues and fields. I, I really – I mean, I, I I didn't like the Patriots because they always beat the Steelers and it was really annoying. But I can't lie, man. I like Foxborough in, in primetime games. I like the feel of it. I like it's it's that Northeast feel, man. It's something about it. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be into watching this game on Monday night. The Bills got a chance. Um, do they have a chance to? Oh yeah, they got a chance. They got a chance to break out the hats, Tom. They got a yes, chance to break out yes, the hats, man, <clears throat> and to do it in Foxborough. They will not. <laughs> they will not uh, let this opportunity slip by. They're going to take full advantage of it. Now that I just realized that, uh, Buffalo's going to win, man. Cam Newton and Newton and the boys. Cam and the boys. Oh man, it's a bad <laughs> offense, man. It's bad. I mean, really, but they should have beat Buffalo the last time they played them. So there's still a little bit of hope there. Then it's just when you count the Patriots out at home, it's like I don't know, man. They've showed up this year at home uh, when everyone's counting them out. So against Baltimore, against the Cardinals. Um, I just think Buffalo's like, nope, big brother, no more, baby. We are the exactly. big brother this year. And I got Buffalo winning. Man, they're rolling. Are they going to get to 30 points? Is Buffalo really going to break over 30? I don't know about that. I think New England's got a little bit of heart. I, I'll say 28, 27, somewhere around there. I'll go 27 for final one. Big bass. We'll get a lot of field goals. I got 27 to <laughs> um, 17. 27-17. Bills over the I got the Patriots. exact same score, brother. 27-17. Bills Mafia. To beat the to beat the champs, you got to beat the champs. They've already done it once. I think they get the season sweep. First game was 24-21. They ran the ball super well. Both Zach Moss and Singletary had 14 carries over 80 yards in that first meeting um last week zach moss was still running it very well i paid attention to that against denver he had some tough five yard runs man and he was they were consistent singletary had a big run last week against uh denver so i like a lot of the same allen didn't play that well in that first in that first game had only like 154 yards and a pick yeah he did he'll pick it up 
but Gilmore was playing. Right, Gilmore's not right. playing now. So, I still don't like Buffalo to just completely run away with it, but 27-17, Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia, baby. Um, heavyweight bout. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. The Tennessee Titans at Lambeau Field. Oh, man. Um, we're talking about venues and everything. I like Heinz Field a lot. I think the Lambeau Field, they, they just built a new stadium, right, at Lambeau? Is that uh, right? I don't know. I, they... Or they reconstructed the stadium. Like, they, they renovated it. Yeah, they, it they certainly like didn't build a new one. If they could have renovated, but I don't know what they would have renovated. I think they did. I thought I thought they did, like, seven-ish years ago, something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, Lambeau Field, when it's dark out, and guess what? There's snow, yeah. baby. There's snow this Sunday night. There's going to be an inch of snow on the ground or or dusting. So it's going to be Lambeau, and apparently it's going to feel like it's mm. four degrees. Oh, oh <laughs> four degrees, man. Come on now. That sounds miserable. Um, That's a big advantage to the Packers, Dom. I got the Packers winning this game. You know I think Tennessee's yeah. phony. Um, but – an, an inch of snow on the ground or a dusting and then four degrees. That's what it's going to feel like apparently. And there's going to be some wind too. There's going to be some wind, 20 mile per hour gusts, uh, sustained 10 mile per hour winds. Aaron Rodgers says he thinks that's his advantage because he says he knows how to throw in that wind. So it's just too much going to the Packers side, man. It's just way too much happening with them. I got the Packers winning. 33 Titans 24. Do you do you know who has the toughest strength of schedule? I'm asking. I just cuz I think back this no is idea. a very very this is almost like a picture perfect heavyweight belt for me. Um yeah. You're right. I mean Lambeau Field at nighttime with a little snow on it. Oh, this this looks Oh, it doesn't get any better to cap but off Sunday. It's even better because you got a bad Packers run defense of, against Big Hen, the NFL leading rusher, just King Henry. Like, and then yeah. a bad Titans defense Absolutely. against slick, oh, smooth Aaron Rodgers, MVP caliber season. Like, this is yeah. this is what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. This is what I like. But it's, That's I mean, lovely. I look back in the Titans, man. I'm curious. They had. I don't know if they've made our heavyweight bout each time, but they've had two good games against the Colts that mattered. They had the Steelers. They had Baltimore. Yeah. They have this game. They had the Bills. Like, they've played a, a schedule, man. And they're, they have. you know, they're my team, man. I'm rocking. They're not my team, but I'm rocking with them, man. I'm rocking with Big yeah. Ben. I'm giving them the win in this oh. one. I'm just... Wow, Dom, get a lay off I'm, the Kool-Aid, man. I'm swimming man. in it, E, and they might have put a little bit of a, something else in it, but I'm swimming in it, baby. 31-30, exciting fireworks, just everything you're looking for in a Sunday night game, man. And Big Hen and company are going to come away with the win, man. I don't care. I trust them. I trust the <laughs> Packers, but you can already – did you hear in the in, uh, post-game press conference – they said, you know, 
you you ready to meet Mike Vrabel at the 50 yard line? And Lafleur says, I think he would kick my butt. Honestly, that's a former. Obviously, he's joking. He's like, that's a former NFL player. It's a big guy. Yeah. Like, if you're scared, say you're scared. I heard Warren Sapp <laughs> say. I heard Warren Sapp say that a while ago. It was it was it was it was perfect. You know, when John Gruden got there, they won the Super Bowl at America's yeah. game. They talk about how you know Warren Sapp says he goes up to Gruden. If you scared, say you scared. And Gruden says, well, it looks like they've been running boot on you. So you know they just they're attacking each other, <laughs> going at it. And now instead of instead of Lafleur attacking him, Vrabel's just walking in there. Big Hen's just walking in there. Like these guys are too big, man. We can't. That's what I'm thinking. Like. I don't know. The Packers, they they, they, they got to show me. They got to tackle this week. They really do. They got to they gotta bring it, man. Yeah, They got to bring it. Otherwise, Big Ben's going for 250 on me. Right. I'm glad, though. I'm glad we got, we got yeah. a difference in this one. We only had, this is the only two differences we had. Carolina, Washington, and then I think so. Green Bay, Tennessee for the heavyweight belt. Yeah, surprisingly. Surprisingly. Um... Yeah, I mean, I hope you're right. I would love to watch a really close game. Um, I just think Green Bay is going to pull it out, man. They, they got a chance to uh, – I think they got a chance to put hats on. Or not hats, but they got a chance to lock up the one seed. So, it's all systems. Go for the pack. Go, pack, <laughs> go. Go. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna lock up the one seed, man. It's it, they're wearing hats, whatever you want to say, man. They're locking up the one seed Sunday night. Um, yeah, that's it, man. That's all the games. Yeah, that's fun as always, Dom. Had a had a, had a blast. This was an this. awesome um, week, man. Anything else you want to no, say? No, just Merry week? Christmas, everyone. This was an awesome week. We had a lot of fun doing this show this week, and I uh, can't wait to see how all the games play out. We're getting closer to playoff time, man. Things are lining up. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll just uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We're out.